Welcome to Edification. Enjoy and be blessed by this word tonight. Stay tuned. Shalom.
Good evening and a very warm welcome to us. Welcome to Ratification Tuesday. And by the grace of God, we find ourselves here tonight once again in a new month. Happy new month, everybody tuned in all across the world. We thank God for such a privilege to be here to be strengthened by the word. And tonight, it is my prayer that as we continue what we started last week, don't tell me what to do, where we were looking at human authority. And so tonight we're going to continue and my prayer for us is that by the grace of God we will be strengthened, edified, and the Lord shall speak to us and that our lives will be blessed. Let me also state that we do not own rights at all to third-party audios in our videos and the sermon and the audios that we play. Now, they are being used for promotional purposes. So the audios that we play in our, on this platform, we do not own them, but it's just for promotional purposes. And we are supported by Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. So that section of the Copyright Act of 1976 allows us to use these audios for fair use only, for the purposes of this. And so tonight, by the grace of God, we're going to zoom into the Word of God and we're going to learn from God and be strengthened by God. Hallelujah. And so let's say a word of prayer and then we shall begin. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you. Thank you for who you are in our lives. Thank you that, Father, whatever you have started with us, you shall bring it to a perfect end in Christ Jesus. We submit every heart to you. We submit every mind to you. In the name of Jesus, your word says that the entrance of your word brings light. Therefore, tonight we pray for light, illumination. Let light be illuminated in every aspect of our lives. Above all things, may your name be praised. And 
may your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Alright. Great. Welcome once again to Wordification Tuesday. And by the grace of God, we've been blessed last week. Remember, we're dealing with Don't Tell Me What to Do, where we're looking at submission to human authority. And a few things that we, we picked. I just want to do a quick recap. Remember that we we picked a text from 1 Samuel chapter 24, where we said Saul was, was pursuing David, King Saul. And he was pursuing David because to him, David was a threat. And the Bible tells us that he came to a cave, a mountain, and entered a cave. And that was the place where David had him because he, had, he and his men had surrounded King Saul and his people. And so he could have been easily killed by David. But that did not happen. Praise God. And so it tells us that because, because he did not do it, there's a reason why David did not kill uh, Saul. Because David had a revelation of authority. David had a revelation of authority. We also said that David had been loyal to Saul. Totally loyal. David had sung for Saul. David had ministered to Saul. David had fought for Saul. David had raised his life for, for Saul. And so, it's amazing. But in, in spite of all that, Saul used his position of authority to make David's life miserable. Let's understand also that at this point, in 1 Samuel 24, by this point, God had now rejected Saul as king. Saul was just occupying the seat, the position of as king, but God had already rejected. But God was preparing David to take up that place. But God was taking David through a certain process. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, I remember I even made a reference and I said, have you ever been under an authority like King Saul? You know, a boss who uses his authority for his own personal advantage and a boss who abuses people who are under him. And those kind of situations can really, you know, um, they really test our hearts, you know. David was going through a whole lot of things. A whole lot of things. And then I said, I want to, sh- I wanted us to, sh- I want to share some truth with us by the grace of God, you know. And um, I believe that we were blessed. And the first point I made, I said that the appointment of human authority over our lives comes from God. I said that the appointment of human authority over our lives comes directly from God and nowhere else. It comes directly from God. And if you remember, I gave a text, Romans 13, 1 to 5, if you remember, where it says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. And then it goes on to say, The authorities that exist have been established by God. So you realize that anyone who is in a place or a position of authority has been established in that place by God. So the first point of call in understanding submission to human authority is that we need to understand that 
the appointment of every human authority over our lives comes from God. You, they may say things like the person is qualified, his educational background, he has years of experience, and so on and so forth. But according to Romans 13 verse 1, it tells us, it tells us clearly that there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. When we, that's the first thing we talk about. Now, and I also said that we are not just talking about Christian presidents. We are not just talking about um, members of parliament or senators or CEOs or ministers and so on and so forth. But even the offices that are held by ungodly people are appointed by God. And I can prove it. The Bible tells us that God raised up Pharaoh for his purpose. God intentionally positioned Pharaoh as, as Pharaoh of Egypt during that time because God had a plan of rescuing and delivering his people from the hands of the Egyptian slave masters. Hallelujah. Nebuchadnezzar was a king. He was in that place of authority because God gave it to him. Beloved, Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 75 and 7 said, But God is judge, he puts down one and sets up another. So it is God who establishes. It is God who will say, This one's time is up. Come down. I want to put this person there. It is God. It is God who places people in positions of authority. Sometimes people think that they got themselves there. But they did not get themselves there. It is our God who rules in the affairs of the heavens and he does whatever he pleases. So our first truth that we should understand is that the appointment of human authority over our lives comes from God and no one else. It comes from God and no one else. Praise God. Right? It's important that we understand that first line, that basis. When we have that understanding, it will help us, right? And so until we, we accept that fact, that, what is the fact? That God sovereignly places people in authority over us. Until that truth is embraced in our hearts, we will have problems. We will have trouble submitting to human authority. When we understand that it is God who establishes and places such people there, when we understand and accept it in our hearts, then we can submit to human authority, else we'll have trouble. Now, we must begin to see God's authority behind their authority. And so, beloved, what am I saying? David understood how Saul came to be king. David understood that the people of Israel were complaining that they wanted somebody to rule, and God chose Saul. And Samuel anointed and all of that. Yes. David understood how Saul came to be king by that, by that path. It was because God put him there. Not because the people asked for No, God put him there. And so by, by the fact that it was God who put him there, David understood that it was Saul continuing to reign, although God had rejected him, was still God. So he still honored the God behind that human authority. Why? Because God had not yet removed 
Saul from that position. That's why David called Saul the anointed of the Lord. David was respecting God's authority behind that authority because it is God that establishes such authority. It is God that positions people in such authority. And so David understood that point. He understood it. He accepted it. So no matter what King Saul did to him, he still submitted because he saw God's authority behind that authority. When we, when we see it like that, we'll begin. Oh, when we see that it is God's authority behind that authority, we will submit. They may be ungodly bosses. They may be ungodly CEOs. They may be ungodly head of departments. They may be ungodly leaders. But understanding that it is God who has sovereignly put them there. With the example I gave you of Pharaoh, it is God who made Pharaoh Pharaoh. Because God had a purpose of delivering his people from the slave masters and to bring them to the promised land. Praise God. Hallelujah. A second truth I want, I want us to look at is that all human authority, although ordained by God, is limited in its scope. All human authority is limited in its scope. All human authority is limited in in its scope. Now, when we read Romans 13, we, we are giving um, a gist of civil authority. So when we read Romans 13 from verse 1, Bible says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Then verse 2 says, Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. So in Romans 13, we read of civil authority. Now, the scope of civil authority has to do with maintaining law and order. Has to do with um, the execution of justice in society. Has to do with things like the protection of innocent people. Praise God. Now, a policeman has no authority to tell me what to believe about God. True or false? True, right? The policeman has no authority to tell me what to believe about God. No. Now, he is not to also invade the private sanctuary of my home. That is why before a policeman will come and search your house, they need a warrant. We call it a search warrant. They can't just come and search your house. No, because there's a limit. There's a scope. As I said, all human authority, although ordained by God, is limited in its scope, in the sense of civil authority. So the policeman has no right and authority to tell you what to believe about God. He can't order your belief system and your belief pattern. He has no point. When you read Acts 5.29, the Bible tells us that Peter and the other apostles replied, We must obey God rather than men so i'm coming to explain that we must obey god rather than men or rather than human beings now in Acts chapter 5 verse 29 we know that peter disobeyed the civil authorities then and the religious authorities when they told him not to preach jesus they were warned don't preach jesus right and they said it's better to obey god than human beings now, Daniel also, at a point in the Old Testament, he disobeyed 
when they were told to cease prayer that nobody should be caught praying but he, he disobeyed and he prayed what am i saying beloved there are there are rare times when we must obey god than man now i think personally that we have to be extremely extremely careful in those situations so that we are not catering to our own rebellious nature we we must be careful that's why i said there are rare times where we must obey god than man now if it comes to that in those rare times where we are obeying god than man we must do it with a gentle submissive spirit hallelujah it's very important so god segments our lives so that we have different authorities over different areas of our lives so in the home the man or the husband and the wife we call it parental authority in the church pastoral authority leadership is there we have the government agencies and they have their scope of authority then there's also authority on the job so it's very important that is why in first peter chapter 2 first peter chapter 2 verse 13 to 20 says submit yourselves for the lord's sake to every human authority whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right right and it says for it is god's will who that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of the people so we need to understand that there's a scope all human authority is limited in its scope so the police respect the police ensure law and order we must respect that and make sure that we don't fall into their hands in the negative sense as they are maintaining law and order we must make sure we don't get in ourselves in a place which will put us in the depriving situation such as going to jail hallelujah very important very important so when you read first peter chapter 2 the verse 18 i want us to take note of it it says slaves in reverent fear of god submit yourselves to your masters not only to those who are good and considerate but also to those who are harsh why why should slaves submit both to those the masters who are good and masters who are harsh why because slaves must understand because even they have the fear of god they must understand that it is god behind that authority that has been vested in the masters so they must still honor them whether they are good bosses or bad bosses amen it is one thing to be under a good and understanding authority when that happens you are not under much of a test but to be under a king soul to be under a selfish abusive boss who 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 really worries you to the core can really test your heart what do you do when you're in such a situation you learn what submission is really about how you learn how to trust god you 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 um, uh, you learn how to wait upon the lord for your deliverance that's what david was doing 
David knew that it is God who has established his soul on the throne. But even though he was suffering, going through all those things, running for his life, because he knew that if he stayed at one place, he would be killed. He still learned to trust God. He still learned to wait on God for his deliverance. Submission to the authority. When you are understanding it and you are working it, you know that you, 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 will not, you will not take matters into your own hands because you are tired. Your boss is wicked. Be calm. Understand that it is God who has put the person there. And, 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 and trust God for deliverance for yourself. Maybe a better job. Hallelujah. Don't take matters into your own hands. Now, is there a limit? Yes, there's a limit. Now, there are authorities you can appeal to. True or false? There are some authorities you can speak to. You can tell them about, you know, and how we are feeling concerning their leadership towards us. Hallelujah. So there are spiritual authorities and there are civil authorities. No human authority is absolute. Amen. But then, many times, when we find ourselves in a situation like David found himself in with Saul, God is trying to do a deep work in our hearts. He's not only teaching us how to be under authority, but he's also teaching us how to be in authority. So the way we feel when we are under a king, Saul, and we are a David, God is also teaching us that when we ascend to the position of King Saul, we will not adopt King Saul's way of leadership, but rather we will adopt how the submissive way of leadership. Hallelujah. So sometimes a negative example is more powerful than a positive example. Be sure that you are learning what you need to learn because that is how you really win. It may look like there's a King Saul in your life who is tormenting your life right now. And, and you may be wondering, what, how, what am I learning with this? But a negative example is sometimes more powerful than a positive one. Now, imagine, had David killed Saul, he would have appeared to have won. But in reality, David would have lost everything. Because in that space and time, God was using that to teach David submission. How to submit. Hallelujah. The next truth I want us to understand is that submission to human authority is not based on the respect we have for the person or anything else, but for the office that the person has been given by God. So it's not based upon our respect for the person. No. Over us, no. But for the office that the person has been given by God. Now, the problem most people have with authority, hmm, the problem most people have with authority is that they see it as an indicator of superiority. So if if I'm in authority, pimp, pimp, then this person is superior to me. And sometimes the person who is superior to me is younger than I am. So obviously I'll have a problem 
with it because the mindset is that it's an indicator of superiority authority is not about who is more capable who is more intelligent who is more gifted who is more qualified that's not what authority is about authority is a matter of god's sovereign right to put whoever he wants there in that position in that authority so therefore because of that it is a position that we honor it's an office that we honor somebody may be in a, in, a, in a position of authority and may be younger than you you have to submit you have to submit to that person who is younger than you and understand that god is using that to teach you something to train you with something beloved you may have little respect or no respect for the person in that position right now that is not the issue it's not about how capable the person is it's not about how intelligent the person is it's not about how gifted the person is it's not about how qualified it's about how god's sovereign right has put the person there because god wants the person there full stop when we accept these things it makes it easier to submit to authority no matter who the person is no matter where the person is coming from no matter the background of the person you will submit it does not matter if the person is smarter than you are it does not matter if if the person is dumber than you are it does not matter whether you got a first class and the person had a third class it doesn't matter if the person is more spiritual than you are it does not matter if the person is less spiritual than you are what matters is god has orchestrated the circumstances of your life so that the person is in authority over you at that given time therefore because you 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 have that understanding i'm giving right now you honor that person because you see god behind it when you see god behind it it helps you to serve well i mean you see god behind it you will see god behind it you will see god behind it and when you see god behind it it will let you know that oh this is actually God's doing. And so you 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 will joyfully submit. You will not mince words. You will joyfully submit. I mean, think about David's situation. So was demon possessed, number one. Number two, God had already rejected him as king. Just that he had not been removed from the office. And the way Saul was treating David was 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 not needed. It was totally uncalled for. It was um, unjust, if I will say. So, because of that, there, there, there was little in Saul to respect. Ah, he was not a man of integrity. His Saul was not. He was not a man of his word. Saul was selfish. Saul was controlling. Saul was backstabbing. But that's not what David was submitting to. What was David submitting to? David was submitting to the God-ordained office of the King of Israel. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, a very good example. When, when you look at the military, the military, yes, it's a very good example. When you look at the military, now, in the military, when some when a military officer salutes a soldier, or a, a, a fellow officer, right, he does not first analyze the officer's character. 
personality to decide whether he will salute or he will not salute. Right? Rather, in the military, what they do is they see the rank physically how? They see the rank exemplified by the stripes on the shoulders of the officer. And then he salutes in respect to the stripe because the stripe speaks of your authority in the military or your rank. So what am I saying? So what enabled David to keep a submissive spirit in the midst of the abuse he was having? Right? It was David's faith in God. Because he knew that that position was given by God. And it is God who will deliver him from that abuse. So all he had to do was to still obey, submit to that authority, no matter what he was going to do. That's why in 1 Samuel 24, verse 14, David said, Let the Lord be judged, and judge between you and me, and see and plead my case, and deliver me out of your hand. 1 Samuel 24, verse 15. So, it tells us, it's very important that we submit. It's very important. Now, eventually, God did deliver David from Saul's harassment. But only after he was finished using Saul to develop David as the future compassionate king of Israel. Hallelujah. Yes. David became a wise king, a capable king in authority because of Saul. Because what Saul did to him, the abuse he went through, taught him a lot, made him compassionate. Because of what he learned about authority while he was submitting to Saul. Yes. I'll be ending soon by the grace of God. And let me say this. The more authority God plans to give you, the more deeply he must train you in submission to authority. If God is going to put you in a place of authority, God will train you deeply in submission to authority. No one on this earth can function properly in authority if they have not learned to submit to authority. Yes. David became a good boss because he knew what it felt like to be under an unreasonable boss, an abusive boss, a wicked boss. That's what made David a good boss. He knew what it felt like to be abused by an authority and that caused him never to want to do that to others. And so, beloved, tonight, I bring my message to an end. And I want to, I want to recommend a book for us, for us to read. It's called Spiritual Authority by a very powerful man who is going to build the Lord. Watch my knee. Watch my knee. You can download it. You can download it, you can get it. It's a very powerful book. Beloved, let's understand that when we submit to authority, it may be a training ground for God to position us in a place of authority. Let's also understand that we have civil authority. Let's respect the police. Let's not fall into trouble with the police. Let's not fall into trouble with anything concerning civil authority. Let's not fall into trouble. Let us submit. 
both to spiritual authority and to civil authority. When we do that, oh, we will see how we blossom and our lives become bigger and better and bigger and better. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for enlightening us tonight one more time. We thank you that your word has come to remind us that we should be submissive to those in authority because it is you who has positioned them there. Give us the grace to do so. 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 We thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you mightily for tonight. God bless you so much for tuning in and for being a blessing tonight. I hope you are blessed by this word. It's my prayer that the Lord will continue to teach us and to bless us. Today's declaration in the 100 days of declaration, today we are on day 63, and our declaration was taken from Genesis 35 verse 29, and it says, In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare I will live a fulfilled and fulfilling life. My life will not be cut prematurely. I will achieve and complete all that God has sent me to do. Amen. Beloved, 100 days of declarations ends on December the 9th. I hope we are still on it. Let's be let's be so much into it. Let's prepare for December 9th. I believe God will do something mighty for us on that day by the grace of God, by the grace of God. Next year, something big is cooking. We will let you know as well. And then also, let's not forget to be praying for us that God will strengthen us to be able to deliver what we do by His grace. Hallelujah. God bless you mightily. God bless you mightily. And so, all too soon, we'll come to the end. The Lord, the Lord has given me a directive for today that I shouldn't go beyond what I've spoken about. We'll continue next week as well. We are in no rush as well. So, I believe that God will help us. God will help us. I believe we are being blessed and that our lives will forever remain blessed. I will sign off here by the grace of God and I would want to say a very big thank you to all of you who tuned in tonight. You've been a blessing. May God bless you. May God remember you. In this month of November, may God's hand favor you and may God wipe away every tear and may God surprise you. May God give you a testimony in Jesus' precious name. And so tonight, we sign off. May God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We love you. God loves you more. Take care of yourself. Have a good night. And shalom.
your voice. Lift it up, lift it up.